0: Hey you, welcome to the Surrender to Thrive podcast. Surrender to Thrive is your weekly invitation to join intimate conversations surrounding emotional wellness, relationships, and personal growth. We're getting all in our feelings today, so let's get started. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Surrender to Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Melanie. And today we are continuing to welcome in season two with the warm up episode, um, Why Our Emotional Health Matters. So before we get into the episode, I want to Introduce some new things that are happening uh, within the podcast um, Introducing new co-hosts Yes, we have an unofficial but official co-hosts We'll get into that uh, in a few And just some new things that are going on within the podcast Like I mentioned, um, including inviting men into the conversation So Serena to Thrive is shifting its audience a bit. I focus a lot on women. And if you haven't seen my, uh, one of my most recent posts where I really, um, well, essentially I discuss how we need to learn to heal together and that women are pretty much tired. (laughs) Like I feel like there's so much pressure for women to show up and show out and heal and do the work. And it's like, yes, we doing the work. We're doing amazing things. And I feel like men are doing amazing things too. However, a lot of the content that's out there really focuses focuses on um, women. And I'm just like, okay, I love it. That was my intention as well. Like I'm all about black wom- black women. I'm a black woman. So I'm like, yes, let's do this. However, for us to live a balanced life, like we cannot leave men out of the conversation. We cannot um, truly heal or experience, like I mentioned, a balanced life if we don't have balanced men in our life. And for a lot of us that are in, you know, heterosexual relationships or just have men in our lives that, you know, we care about, like our fathers, our brothers, things like that. Like we want to have them along this journey with us so that we learn to heal together, so that we learn to communicate, we learn to um, have healthier interactions. We can, you know, dismantle all of these ideas about women and men in, um, Gender roles and sexuality and all these different things. it's like we can't we we can't focus solely on one side of the spectrum and leave the other one kind of like hanging in the you know in the air and I know a lot of women are really concerned about you know finding partners or being in relationships with partners not necessarily romantic relationships, but interacting with males and not really connecting, you know, like it's a, it's a weird dynamic where it's like, uh, like not quite on my level. Not that anyone is like up or down or higher on, you know, like they're better than anybody, but it's just like, it's, it's, it's not balanced to just say that. And that's not to say that there's not men out there that are who are doing the work, it's just that they're not being invited into the conversation. We don't know these men, like where are they at? <laughs> um, and going back to like healthy interactions and relationships, this goes for any type of relationship as well, because um, if you're in a same sex relationship and if you are a man, then that also applies as well. So it's just like, we need to invite these individuals into the conversation. We need to learn to heal together. Um, we need to synchronize and heal our energy and our interactions with each other. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's my whole point of like introducing um, this new shift um, in the Serenity to Thrive podcast and Serena to Thrive as a brand and community. So, to the men out there, welcome. <laughs> and if you know anybody who would love to join this community, um, please refer them to this episode or my IG account, the Surrender to Thrive IG account. And again, that's Surrender, the number two, Thrive underscore. So, circling back to um, my announcement that we'll have an unofficial co host. Um, usually with the podcast, I have co-hosts or guests, co-hosts for the day or guest speakers that come on and co-host the episode with me. And that will continue to happen. I want to continue to bring on, um, healers of color, professionals who are in the wellness space, um, and also just family, friends, and just have really intimate and uh, reflective conversations. However, I always wanted to have a co-host, y'all, and I wanted to do the podcast on my own for years just so that I can become more comfortable speaking um, and learning to hear my voice and not cringe, you know, and really becoming comfortable with speaking in general because that was an insecurity of mine, Um, and I have grown so much with this podcast as far as, you know, hearing myself back and having conversations and, like, Hearing myself now, I'm like, yes, that's me. Like, that's that's me. I know my voice now. So as I come up on my one year anniversary, which I think would be like sometime in January, I kind of slowly want to, you know, dip a toe, dip a toe or two in the water and bring along my bestie, Victoria Cows, who will co-host a few episodes with me, actually a few episodes a month um, with me so that we can have these conversations with other people that we bring on and maybe I don't know hopefully I know she's listening she will be interested in you know officially being my co-host for this podcast so super excited to be announcing that so there's something else that's going to change with the podcast and yeah I know you all are going to love it so stay tuned for episodes with Victoria and I. Last but not least, as far as podcast updates, new episodes will be released every Sunday. So look forward to at least four new episodes a month, possibly more because I plan to do a lot of recording and want to get a lot of content, a lot of tools, a lot of resources, um, have a lot of conversations. So yes, super excited to be recording again. Now let's get into the meat of the episode, which is why our mental health matters. And there's a lot of focus on mental health and mental wellness, which obviously is just as impactful and important as our emotional health. Actually, they are pretty similar. They play off each other. Um, However, I like to think of our emotional health or our emotional body or system as an immune system, a protector of our mental health. Um. pretty much it's our alert system. It's letting us know like, hey, something, something's off. Something doesn't feel right. Something, the energy is off. Something has shifted. Something needs to be acknowledged, accepted. Um, something needs to be processed. Something needs to be experienced. And if we do not learn to experience these invaders, these thoughts, these behaviors, these Feelings will fester and eat at our mental health, and that sounds really gruesome. <laughs> but it's like the the only, ain't the only way I can explain it. Basically, the more we neglect our emotional body our alert system, it will obviously impact and deteriorate our mental health. And as a result of our mental health declining, that allows invaders to come in and thrive. So those are things like emotional disorders such as depression and anxiety, panic disorder, um, even in kids, oppositional defiant disorder where you are um it's hard to manage your emotions, particularly anger, really fester when our emotional body is not nurtured, when our emotional system is not given the attention that it needs. So our emotional health matters because it is the first line of defense for our mental health. So it's it's our army, (laughs) you know, it, it keeps us protected and it allows only things in that um, will nurture that system. So, yeah, don't sleep on your emotions. so since this is the warm up episode, I want to introduce, you know, some topics that I feel like are tiptoe around or like we touch on them, but we don't really we don't really go deep, deep, deep in them. <laughs> you know, we kind of like scratch the surface. So I really want to get into topics um that really focus focuses on the relationship with others and ourselves because, obviously our relationship with ourselves impacts our relationship with other people and relationships with other people impact our relationship with ourselves so it's like so it's like a cycle that needs to be it needs to be paid attention to you know because i like i mentioned going back to emotions those interactions interactions we have with ourselves to other people will be impacted we will be impacted emotionally and then therefore impacted mentally so it has to be nurtured. It has to be acknowledged. Like that's <laughs> that's one thing I feel like people shy away from is acknowledging how important emotions are, how important it is to our relationships, in our relationships with other people, and with ourselves. Um, and it's, it, it just goes, it just goes deep, y'all. So some of the topics I want to truly. Our relationships and learning to unattach from those relationships when they become harmful, grieving friendships, you know, that's another thing. Like people who were once in our circle or once in our lives who we share memories with and like how those relationships can like come tumbling down and how hard that is. I don't think people talk enough about how hard it is to lose someone um, who you share years with, who you share secrets with and who know you and how It's hard to navigate that shift, that change when they're no longer present in your life. Um, I also want to talk about like the roles we play in our families and like living with people who are not necessarily healthy or helpful for our emotional, our emotional health. Um, So we talking about toxic, toxic family. Like (laughs) that's. Who? Because some of those people are our mothers, our fathers, our brothers, our sisters, our grandparents, and how much they have, you know, molded our thoughts and our behaviors and the way we feel about ourselves and the way we um, interact with other people. Like they're our first instructors, they're our first, you know, models of behavior. So, yeah, it's really it can really be something if those individuals were not in a healthy space in the moments where you needed them. So that's something else I really wanted to dive in as well as we get into um, different topics in the podcast. To add to the conversation, I definitely want to touch on grief and loss, like experiencing grief and loss, and how to navigate the emotions that come up when we do experience you know grief or losing someone or losing the home or becoming disabled or relationships, friendships um all of those different things that we can experience that shake up our lives makes it hard to transition out of. Um, or through I should say, I'll have to say, move through things or transition through things versus out of, because, like I said, the journey is never complete, so there's not to say there's never a way out, however, with life, there are gonna be cycles of they're gonna be experiences that we cycle in and out of, basically, so we have to learn to navigate those experiences because they will show up again and again. It can be. You know, it can be one month, everything's fine. Next month, everything is not fine. Or it can be five years, I haven't experienced too much grief, and then next thing you know, grief happens. So it's learning to navigate those experiences. Also, want to discuss different emotional disorders and how to heal those di- disorders and how to um, understand what you're experiencing and how to nurture those experiences so that you can't come out of whatever it is that is declining your mental health. So there's like major depression disorder, anxiety. um, We also trauma, like trauma is, is, is emotional trauma. Like I think people really like don't, we don't really understand how, how impactful emotional trauma can be just as much as physical trauma. Like I didn't even go get into it this episode, but it's it's just, trust me, it's it's not, you think, <laughs> I can't even look, I can't get the words. I'm just like, yes, it's, it's that impactful. So I really want to dive into that as well. Um, there was a quote, I believe it was, oh, it was Stephanie Mills. I was watching The Breakfast Club and she said, people don't realize that you can die from a broken heart. And I was like, that's real. That's so real. And that just goes along with the conversation of trauma and um, particularly emotional trauma and how it can get to that point when it's not nurtured, when it's not acknowledged, when we ignore the signs, when we, um, you know, play down our emotions, we neglect to realize how important it is to feel. So through these conversations and building awareness and acknowledging our experiences and processing our emotions and experiencing them, we are building emotional resilience. And along with that, of course, we need tools, we need resources, we need rituals. So we will have people on to discuss ways to move through these emotional experiences so that we can thrive. So there needs to be a practice of releasing, so creating release routines, learning how to unload the day, unload your emotions, um, not carrying your emotions, understanding how control, you controlling your emotions and playing down your emotions can, can create energy blocks or blockages in general that impact our ability to heal and it interrupts the natural flow Um, of our systems working together to create this healthy state. I also want to point out that building emotional resilience and healing our emotional wounds is an intuitive practice. It's a trusting practice. You have to learn to be open and in tune with your body to understand what you're experiencing internally so that you are Capable of responding in a different way than what you are currently, so gaining the tools and the resources that you need to create a practice of releasing a practice of trusting yourself so building that self trust um, understanding who you are so self identity um the roles you play like all these things go together, they all circle back they all are connected in our emotions in learning to feel. So I would love to bring on different practitioners, um, people who create, you know, teas that can help with improving mood. Um, also holistic practices like acupuncture and massages and womb work and yoga and sound healing and therapy, like, um, different therapy modalities, so many different ways to heal things, so many different alternative ways to heal things other than, um, you know, Western ways of doing things, which are like quick fixes, which don't last, um, such as medication, which I'm not going to, you know, shit on medication, um, to improve your emotional health because there are situations or, people who may need those things, um, in the, in those times in their lives. So it's important to, you know, honor where they are uh, or where you are. So that's not to say that, you know, those things don't work or those things, um, are not important in this journey. However, It's learning to include practices, include different rituals and resources and tools along with medication because anything can happen. Anything can happen with medication. I'm going to just say that like anything can happen and you have to rely on other things that can sustain you mentally and emotionally. Oh, and let's not forget about diet and nutrition and how our gut health impacts our emotional states, our emotional health um, as well. You know, what we take into our bodies is our fuel. And if what we're feeding ourselves is not the most healthiest thing, I'm talking to myself here as well. (laughs) Actually, I'm not even going to say the most healthiest thing, but the most nutritious thing, the most the foods that would give us the energy that we need to you know, take on this journey and sustain and maintain, you know, our energy within this journey, then that's not going to work well either. It's going to obviously impact our emotional health as well, along with our mental health and physical health and spiritual health, like they're all interconnected. Um, and yes, I would love to have someone on to discuss that as well, because I'm not a dietitian. I'm actually, you know, on my own journey with that and being, you know, a non-meat eater for three years now, like that whole journey has been amazing as well, but I still am. I am still a person that goes back to my, you know, my, my habits of eating candy and chips and snacking. And it's just not always, um, the best thing because I feel like shit after eating those things. So I would love to have someone on for that as well. Okay. So I think I'm going to end it here. I really wanted to, um, like I mentioned, warm up to season two and introduce some of the changes we are having or that we are going, they're going to take place this season and also introduce some of the topics I want to explore, some of the topics I want to really dive in, dive deep into with some of my closest friends, some fellow therapists, um, other wellness advocates, um, wellness professionals uh, anyone who is an inspiration to me and also to others who are doing the work themselves and also inspiring others to do the same. So I'm super excited to have these conversations. Even when they become uncomfortable, I'm just down for this journey of healing our emotional health. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Um again you can reach me on IG at surrender the number two thrive underscore. Also, I have an email address if you would like to send um, a message or ask questions or to subscribe to my newsletter. It is info at surrender the number two thrive.com. Thank you. Take care and remember the journey is never complete.